Welcome to Guys We Fucked. <laughs> guys We Fucked. Guys We Fucked. I'm Christina. I'm Corinne. We're sorry, sorry about, about last, last night. night. The anti slut shaming podcast. <laughs> I never stop. <laughs> Hey, fuckers, welcome to another episode of Guys We Fucked. It is the Anti-Slut Shaming Podcast. I'm Corinne. I'm Christina. And I hope you are well. I hope everyone is uh, having the best day of their lives. And uh, if you... (laughs) I don't think the best day of my life involves listening to a podcast. That's a good point. Not, I mean, you know, I love... you gotta get out there. Yeah. You know? <laughs> podcasts are cool, but... Podcasts are cool, but like you gotta live your life, you know? Mm-hmm. But I hope you're having a great day at work or wherever the fuck you are. I don't know. Um, Maybe It's You is a comedy album Joseph Vesey and I created of original songs and sketches. And you have until March 31st, which I think is tomorrow, to buy it. And it if is. you email the receipt to maybe it's the letter U album at gmail.com, I personally... We'll email you bonus tracks. And uh, also on March 31st, March 31st, a big day, guys, uh, is Glamour Puss, which is happening. It's Saturday, 7.30 p.m. at Zinc Bar in the West Village, co-hosted by myself and Wendy Starling. Ticket link is in the description of this podcast. And uh, the day before Glamour Puss, there's also something very exciting happening. I was going to say, but before that, we did this out of order. (laughs) We did. Uh, Tonight is Nacho Bitches. It is the March edition of Nacho Bitches. Uh, Tonight is going to be co-hosted by Rosebud Baker and myself. We're doing a special Justin Bieber-themed Nacho Bitches to celebrate the debut of our new podcast, Two Less Lonely Girls, which is out uh, Monday, April 2nd. Uh, It's already, uh, the sizzle's already up on Spotify. Spotify, so you can follow and listen to that on Spotify. And it should be on iTunes soon. The reason that it's not yet is because we included the hashtag guys we fucked in that. Oh. And you can't do that still. Still wow. can't do that. We, so we can be on iTunes? Yeah, you still can't put guys we with fucked an, or even guys we fucked with an asterisk. And so we had to put change it to GWF. And that's why we we, Jesus. we held up. Wow. This podcast has now held up another podcast <laughs> from getting put on iTunes. Uh, but don't worry. We have gotten to the bottom of it. Thank God I had been through this before. And so you, I knew how to handle it. You can so, subscribe now on iTunes, right? Nope. It's oh, not. I mean, okay. hopefully. Soon. Hopefully. It, when this podcast comes out uh, on Friday, you can. But as of now, it's Wednesday when we're recording this. And right now, oh, okay. it's still not up. But it's on Spotify, so that's all that really matters. You get it somewhere. You will be able to listen to it. But anyway, uh, just follow my uh, Instagram, Philanthropy Gal, and I'll update you on everything. There's also like a video series that's really fun. Yeah, um, it's really good. That you can follow. Anyway, um, and Nacho Bitches tonight, it's at 11.30 p.m. Uh, we also have Jay McBride on Nacho Bitches, who you've heard on uh, Guys We Fucked. And tickets are $12 with code. Nacho at New York Comedy Club as usual schmusual. And then we're on tour, guys. The Bridget Bishop tour. So exciting. Thanks to everyone who's come out to see a show so far. These shows have been fucking packed. I know we're on your ass about buying tickets, but it's really just because it causes true panic in our hearts when you buy the ticket the day of. Because we're like, we no think, one's going to come to my party. Yeah, we think we didn't sell any tickets. Uh, but yeah, Portland, Oregon. Uh, next weekend, we're going to be at Helium Comedy Club. And that's Thursday, April 5th through Saturday, April 7th. 
And then, oh, you want me to go? Okay. And then St. Louis, Missouri, we're going to be at the Helium there uh, April 19th through the 21st. And for all additional dates that you've heard us mentioned, some tickets are on sale, some tickets are not. It's uh, sorry about last night, comedy.com slash tours. Indianapolis is also coming up. We're going to be at Morty's Comedy Joint. Oh, yeah. So make sure to stay on top of these dates and buy tickets. That link should be live now. And again, like if we just set a venue, you could you don't have to go. You can also just Google the venue and Bridget Bishop tour or either of our names. Like, yeah, you can do some research. Things are findable on the internet. Yeah, it's called Google or Bing <laughs> if you really want the good porn sites. Hey, Bing. my favorite underwear is me undies, okay? It's the best underwear you'll ever own because it's soft as fuck and it feels real good on your butthole. They didn't tell me to say that. I just said it because it's true. Made from sustainably sourced, naturally soft fabric that is three times softer than cotton, MeUndies will be the most comfortable pair of underwear you will own ever in your life. All right? They are the ultimate feel-good undies for when you want to feel naked, but like not like pee naked, but like you want to like feel naked. Ladies, <laughs> they come in tons of different colors and styles, including solids and lace, boy short, bikini, and thong. Something for everyone on every occasion. Fellas, yeah. The diamond scene pouch... <laughs> Gives your dick the support it needs. It says stuff in this copy, but I'm saying penis. Uh, without feeling too tight. Because you don't want your balls to be coddled too tightly. Ain't that right? MeUndies is so sure you will love their underwear. They offer 100% satisfaction guarantee. So if you don't love your first pair, you get a full refund. And right now, if you listen to Guys We Fucked, you can get 20% off your first pair and free shipping, which is a no-brainer. 20% off, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee. What are you waiting for? To get 20% off, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee. Man, oh man. And get the best and softest underwear you will ever own. Go to meundies.com slash GWF. Again, meundies.com slash GWF. This is a limited time offer. So what are you waiting for? Get off your ass and get your ass into MeUndies. Again, start wearing underwear that'll change the way you feel. And it'll also change your life. Go to meundies.com slash GWF right now. That, the change that your life. a lot. The change your life is a bit much. Uh, I, know, I kind I, of I did full add, adults that I added don't that. Do. Uh, yeah. No, it's in there. Oh, it is the best underwear of your it life. Changed, it's oh, it changed says, my life. It changed my life. Oh, wow. I think that's a bit much. Yeah, it is. I'll be honest, it is. It won't. Ch- I mean, <laughs> it'll I mean, improve your life. Yeah, I think that's an acceptable thing to say. Yeah, Ch- life changing. Not a lot of things are life changing. Most you know? people aren't life changing. No, most people are life. <laughs> worse than <laughs> uh well a change can be for the negative but that's true most people forget. don't yeah most people don't think of it that way i guess um and when you're in your me undies you're gonna want to slide right into your casper mattress oh shit guys casper is a sleep brand that continues to revolutionize its line of products to create an exceptionally comfortable sleep experience one night at a time with three mattress models the original casper the wave and the essential casper mattresses are perfectly designed to soothe and cradle your natural geometry not to mention Ooh. the breathable design helps you sleep cool and regulate your body temperature throughout the night. That's fun. And it's delivered right to your door in a small 
How do they do that? Size box with free shipping and returns in the U.S. and Canada. This is true. And that's one of the best perks about this mattress is that especially if you live in fucking like an apartment to get a mattress in a box and not have to like call friends to help you get this or like hire a delivery service. Like it's really, really, really a a, a very, very good experience getting delivered. Um, But the best part is that you can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100 night risk-free sleep on it trial. After all, you spend one third of your life sleeping, so you should be comfortable. So much time. I have a Casper mattress. This is my second Casper mattress that I've had. Um, Not because anything was wrong, just because I upgraded beds and I got a bigger one. Alfred has a Casper mattress and he doesn't even sleep in a dog bed, but like during the day, he'll go into it because uh, he likes it that much. Mm. He likes to sunbathe in the window in his Casper mattress. It's great. So guys, get $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash GWF and using code GWF at checkout. Again, that's casper.com slash GWF offer code GWF for $50 off Damn. your mattress purchase. Terms and conditions do apply. All right. So you got your butthole in your comfy new me undies, and then you're rolling around on your beautifully delivered Casper mattress. What are you going to do with your titties? You guys, third love, when it comes to bra shopping, it's all about finding the right fit for your tits. And there's only one lingerie brand that offers bra sizes double A through G, and that's third love. Third Love uses thousands of real women's measurements and super smoothing memory foam to create bras that fit and feel great. While most old school bras, bra brands, only carry 15 sizes. What fucking losers? Third Love offers 60 sizes. Yeah, goddamn right they do. Including half cups, which no one else does. You pieces of shit. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everybody. So right now they're offering guys we fucked listeners 15% off your first order. To find a bra you've been waiting for, all you have to do is answer a few simple questions on Third Love's Fit Finder quiz. It takes a minute to do, and you could do it all from the comfort of your own couch. Now, never have another awkward fitting room experience again. Have you ever had an awkward fitting room experience? Uh, no, because I know, uh, I was smarter than to go into like a Victoria's Secret because I used to work at Victoria's Secret. Oh, that's right. So I've seen awkward fitting room experiences and I don't allow them. I've actually never, I mean, I probably am wearing the wrong bra size because I've never had like a proper fitting. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, you got to do it. Well, you should go on Third Love's Fit Finder quiz. Try a Third Love bra. It's so comfortable. You might forget that you're wearing it. And that's what a bra is supposed to feel like. And if you don't agree... Shut up. But also, returns and exchanges are always easy and free. This year, make the change. The change that will change the way you think about bras for the rest of your life. Go to thirdlove, all spelled out, T-H-I-R-D, dot com slash G-W-F right now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That is thirdlove.com slash G-W-F. Again, thirdlove.com slash G-W-F. And that is the last ad, y'all. Oh my God, we made it through. We did it. We're here. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm good. Steven and I celebrated our seven year anniversary. Oh, I know you were doing the math and I was like, I'm pretty sure it has to be seven, seven based on eight. based on our comedy duo. I know, but I've been saying seven for like a year now. Yeah, because I think like once it's like at, at like f- whatever year and five months, you're like, yep, yeah, next year. Yeah. 
<laughs> Always exaggerating time. Right. No, it was fun. Well, I wasn't feeling well, so we just kind of laid around. We ordered- Was this yesterday? Mm-hmm. Oh. We, we pulled out the couch bed, which I was so excited. We never do that. And we watched a lot of movies. Right. And we ordered meals from the couch bed. Oh, it's like, oh, I think you did that one other time. That's like a hurry, like hurricane behavior. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Cause Tori, it's a, you know, it's exhausting. And you want to be home. You just want to sit there like a lump. But it was nice. It's sweet because we are Stephen and I are very um, we really like each other like a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think that's I think the word like almost has more of a meaning to me now than love because everybody overuses the word love mm-hmm. all the time. And so I looked in his eyes the other day or yesterday and I was like, I really like you. And I was like, mm, that's kind of nice to really like your partner after seven years and to still have sex. Right. Well, like because it. I mean, love, love sometimes is like, it's like, well, I don't always like you, but I love you kind of thing. Right. Exactly. Right. It's, it's harder to, I think, to like someone than to love them. Mm hmm. And uh, and I really like him. Well, it depends. I mean, like there's in in love is like the hardest to to sustain. And then like is the next hardest. And then like just a love like in meaning that you like care for someone. Yeah. Is the least hard. Yeah, I agree. Because you kind of throw that on people. Yeah, that's true. I do all the time. But uh, it's nice. I always I've always wondered what it would be like to be in a relationship for this many years. And it's fun. That's all I got, really. Well, good. That's good. That's positive. Yeah, it's good. That's awesome. Be with somebody you like, okay, people? Well, I mean, hopefully. Jesus. I feel like so many people aren't, though. Or like they stay with somebody because you've been together so long and it's a comfort thing, which I do understand. Yeah, I understand. I guess, I mean, especially if you have kids, I understand that. No, I mean, I like James Lath. He's like one of my favorite people. Yeah, and that's, but, that's wonderful. But and it's how have, it should be. You have to like people. I know. Um, and then a lot of people have been contacting us about uh, mm. to talk about the Stop Enabling Sex Traffickers Act. Again, these are a lot of people, you know, there's a lot of, obviously it affects sex workers greatly. So a lot of the people who have been uh, asking us to speak about it are sex workers. So I read up about it a little bit. I mean, it, you know, it's hard to understand laws and stuff. I mean, I g- generally I know, what right? generally what's happening is... Um, that the United States uh, bill was introduced by this guy, Senator Rob Portman, and it's trying to clarify the country's sex trafficking law to make it uh, illegal to knowingly assist, facilitate or support sex trafficking. Um, and basically it will make it like websites like Craigslist and stuff would then be responsible for activity that happened on their website if it then led to sex trafficking. Right. So, but they're kind of, it seems like they're kind of using that as a, also let's crack down on sex working. Right. And not allow that either. Right. Right. Uh, and which it is illegal in almost every state. Right. And and there's also like a, a part yeah. about um, prostitution and that's the word they're using, not the word I'm using. So calm the fuck down. Um, I'm just I'm so amped up every I like it's like it's so it's so stressful to be a comedian and already g- have people constantly shutting you down and then to have a podcast where you think you can speak freely and then literally get a note on everything out of your mouth. So it's like that yeah. makes me want to murder people. Totally. And I'm not even a violent person. Totally. Um, but uh, so I think uh, anything that kind of could slip into the prostitution area, they're also trying to kind of crack down on. So it's like this package called uh, FOSTA-SESTA. And and a lot of... It's also been criticized by a lot of people who are very into uh, free speech, which obviously I'm super behind. Um, Because it's just like this... It's this thing like who is liable for 
behavior. And it's like, well, you know, you would think that the person doing the behavior is liable for it. Right. Because when you're when you're putting liability into the hands of like kind of this umbrella, it becomes difficult, you know, like what if we said something on our podcast and then someone went out and did something because they interpreted what we said incorrectly, which does happen a lot. Um, But that's out of our control. Right. Exactly. So it's like, so, you know, it's like how, how much you have to look into every nook and cranny. A lot of times when you're dealing with sex trafficking, you're using code words and language that, you would have to then hire like a research team to kind of look behind. I mean, when you look into high level sex trafficking, um, especially child sex trafficking, there's a ton of uh, words that are like fake words that are being used. That's like a code language. So, Ah. I mean, so it's like you could be really held responsible for someone talking about you know, for instance, like lasagna uh, and you, and so it's like, you can't do it. You would have to have like a human being who is then well-versed in sex trafficking. And it's like, if you're so well-versed in sex trafficking, you probably would be like on a police force. Yeah. I was going to say, why are you so well-versed in sex trafficking? Words? It's, it's very, it's very, di- it's very difficult. Um, but usually when sex workers are angry about something or say this is uh, not right, I usually just side with them. Yeah, because they're, they're usually always right. They're constantly getting shit on. Exactly. So. And, they're you know, you have the sex workers have so much to stand up for. That has to be so fucking exhausting. Obviously, if they're standing up for something and they're saying, hey, this is something that you need to be paying attention to. Right. Because like, you them. do want it to be safe. And like we do, obviously, uh, as a country, really, really need to crack down on sex trafficking. But even the, th- the, the thing is, like the highest level sac- sex trafficking is 100 percent going on in the government and Hollywood. So it's never really going to be stopped anyway, because there's people paying each other off. And it's all this kind of like Illuminati inside shit. So I think, you know what? No rules ever. Let's just cancel all rules and laws. That's <laughs> my know. thing. Because I, I just don't think anything is going to work. Cool. So let's read some emails. All right. This one is called, Could Sleeping with Another uh, Man Fix a Relationship? Sure. Uh, <laughs> hey, Corinne and Christina. First off, huge fan. Won't take up too much of your time blabbering on about how awesome you guys are because you already know that. Thank God. But thank you. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. I'm not, I'm not going to even read these things anymore. We appreciate it, though. We really do. But no one else wants to hear it besides us. <laughs> Which we, hey, we love hearing it. <laughs> all right. Here goes. I'm an almost 23-year-old and I lost my virginity at 19 to someone who I'm still in a relationship with and have been for about three years. With all the normal stressful things that happen in life, we have our moments where we drive each other crazy and get in this angry tit-for-tat nagging funk that we Mm. can sometimes be in for days. One of us, not me, (laughs) is not that great at communicating feelings after multiple attempts to get my partner to be open and talk about things. It's hard sometimes to solve the problem without using sex as the solution. Mm, Mm. Interesting. My sex drive is not as high as my partner's, and I'm wondering if that's because of the funk that never fully gets resolved. Very well could be. I'm curious if trying to sleep with someone else would increase my libido, and that didn't go where we thought it was, and let me get out of my frustrations. I'm not going to lie and say I've thought about an open relation uh, and say I've thought about an open relationship or trying new things in bed, not just to see if that helps, but to have a different sexual experience since I've only ever been with one person. And there you go. You just answered your own question in your email as often happens. Um, but then my subconscious sinks in telling me not to try uh, to try. Maybe it's because of my, of my religion and how I grew up Catholic or because I'm afraid of what might happen. I'd love to hear what you girls think and take as much input as you can think of. OK, um, this is yeah. as I said, you answered your own question in the email. You, the, you 
sleeping with another person is not the the resolution yeah, here. Yeah, you never do that when your relationship ain't great. Yeah, and, and it's certainly like you can sleep with another person and that might be what you need right now, but you need to then get, first Break get up. out of this relationship yeah. that you're currently in. Um, and I mean, like, if it depends. You have to say, like, what's more important? Me uh, just, you know, kind of looking into my sexuality further uh, or do they say how old up. they are? Yeah, she's 20. She's almost 23. She's been in this relationship since she's 19. So oh. it's, it's the time when everyone Girl, gets that itch. boy, live your life. Yeah, to go out. I mean, yeah, getting in a really serious relationship that young is intense. And uh, you might need to go out and uh, explore. explore. Uh, but don't do it while you're... And also, that you think this guy or girl, your partner, mm-hmm. is going to be like, yeah, fuck another person. That'll be better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I mean, there's a lot of things that are your, that you probably need to still work on in the relationship internally as far as like having conversations. Uh, I mean, it's maybe like if you're going about this kind of like frustration funk, uh you, you maybe approach it from a different way. I'm guessing like if you've been in this relationship for a couple of years, you're probably approaching the conversation in a similar, similar way each way. time. So c- kind of like shake things up a bit. Or if you're really invested in the relationship, this is the perfect opportunity to go to a couple's counselor because True. that's when you're having trouble communicating and you're just really not getting the results you want from the communication. That's exactly what a what a couple's therapist is for. Um, you could do it online. You could do it in person. Uh, and then, yeah. And then if not kind of just voice what you're, what you're feeling, what exactly what you said to us, just say to your partner, say, listen, like, I feel like these funks last for days. I feel like I'm having, uh, like I'm putting, um, yeah, myself on the line and maybe not getting kind of the, the, the communication I need from you. I mean, I know you're not supposed to like blame, use blaming words or whatever. So just that it's very hard though. I feel right. Like we can't fucking talk because it's so difficult to talk. To. Right. Like I feel like I'm, 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 I'm having trouble getting through to you. That's yeah. a good way to put it. I, I feel like I feel I'm like having I'm hitting a wall. trouble getting through to you. And that a lot of times we resolve things with sex and I enjoy having sex with you. Uh, but I also kind of want to explore other things. And I mean, start with the communication and then work outwards into the thoughts of uh, sex, sexual exploration because the communication is the base and that needs to be fixed first. Yeah. But just randomly fucking another, another person, person is a bad idea. Yeah, that's not going <laughs> to do any good. It's the I same don't as think. like having a baby or like to fix something. Like you're just yeah. not a good idea. Not a good idea. Here's another not good idea. Well, not good situation. Subject line of this email is my father-in-law gives me the creeps. Hey, ladies, I feel like this isn't a huge issue like some of the emails you read on the podcast, but it is causing a rift between my boyfriend and I. I don't really know who else to ask. Oh, so it's not her actual father-in-law. No, it seems like it is. No, it's her. Well, she said boyfriend, so they're not married, so it can't be a father-in-law. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's like when people are in those intense relationships and they're like, my father-in-law, you're like, whoa. I honestly call Steven's Put the brakes on. Just because I've been. But that's eight or seven. Well, aren't you guys? Eight years now already, Are you guys, are you guys legally? No, that's not a thing anymore. Oh, it's not. Yeah, I checked. We would have been. We would have been a domestic partnership. Oh. So I've been with my boyfriend for two and a half years and we have a one-year-old son together. When I first met his dad, there wasn't any weird feelings, but the more I got to know him, the more he creeped me out. He's in his late 60s, Coke bottle glasses and usually smells like cough drops and beet juice. Mm, sounds hot. He hasn't seen our son since he was about five months old. I'm not the type of person to force people to oh, be in my okay. son's life and he rarely asks to see him. About a year ago, my boyfriend told me that his brother walked in on him 
the dad, masturbating in the living room to very loud porn on the TV. All right. I don't shame anyone uh, for either of those things as I do them myself, but I can't get that image out of my head when I see him and I'm so afraid that he doesn't wash his hands afterwards. I mean, you don't fucking know that. The thought of him, uh, the thought of him doing that, not washing his hands and then holding my son makes me sick to my stomach. Well, that was, that was you jumped a lot there. Yeah. It has gotten to the point where on the rare occasion he does ask to visit our son, I get very anxious and find <laughs> reasons not to, which has only been two times. I just feel very uncomfortable around him after hearing that. Hmm. I've asked my mom her opinion and she thinks it's because I was sexually assaulted twice in the past and harbor anxious feelings towards men I am not close to. My boyfriend's mom, who isn't with him, with the dad, understands though and says, don't put yourself in situations you aren't comfortable in. But I feel like I should meet him in public places with my boyfriend so he can see his grandson. He's never given me a reason to be creeped out. I don't know what to do anymore and it's upsetting my boyfriend, which is understandable because that's his father. Any advice would be awesome. Even though as I wrote this, I started to feel so stupid. uh, (laughs) I started to feel like it is so stupid to feel that way about a person who hasn't given me any reason to. Again, you kind of answered your own question. Thanks for all you do. Love the podcast you ladies rock thank you yeah he didn't yeah he, didn't. he masturbated in the living room that's yeah. not alfred. even alfred thinks that's stupid <laughs> it's going fuck it i don't know what the hell what the hell's happening in the hallway we had a person recently come to my door wanting to sell me a different type of energy <laughs> and i and she was like Can, what's your contact info and i was just like no contact info and i slowly closed alone. the door yeah so i don't know if i think i got through it or but anyway uh your father-in-law didn't do anything creepy he did something he masturbated yeah. If he lives alone, he's not with his wife anymore. Yeah, the porn's going to be loud. He's in his 60s. Maybe he needs higher volume. Yeah, this is, but it's also like, I'd masturbate in the living room if I lived alone. You're holding something that you, like, they're holding That's something nice. that you, sh- you shouldn't even know about to begin with. Yeah. Uh, against do you masturbate him. and you do the same thing? Your instincts on it's silly to feel this way are, are right. You feel this way for a reason. I don't know what the root is. Maybe your mom is right about you feeling anxious around other men. That's something I would go to therapy for. Seriously. Nip that in the bud. Well, it's all, I mean, but it's also like, even like I can understand, I understand why you feel that way a hundred percent, but it is not fair to him um, to use those feelings so that he cannot see his grandson. So if that makes sense. So like, I understand you being creeped about him. He kind of has these things that make him unappealing as a human being, which is totally fair, but you don't have to bone him. So don't worry about that. You don't have to, you don't even have to hug him if He's you don't want to. I mean, it might be nice to give him like a little, you know, a, 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 a pat, a, a kind of a hug <laughs> where you put like some, like a, you're accidentally wearing like a fanny pack so you can't get too close to him or something. Or you had a middle school dance, but yeah. you don't really like the guy because he's bad breath. That, that kind of a thing. You're wearing a backpack on the front and you can't take it off for some Oops. reason during the hug. Yeah. Um. So that's totally fine. And he does ha- kind of have a lot of these uh, attributes that's, that seem a little weird with sometimes, the glasses and the smell. But sometimes people creep me out and I know in my sure. head they logically didn't do anything weird. Yeah, that's just there. And that's how you feel. It, it, there's a scene when you're looking for a partner. Like sometimes I'll meet someone who I'm attracted to visually and then I'll just smell them and I'll be like, nope. Yeah. And there's no reason. It's not even like a bad smell. It's just like smell that I don't like. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we, we I totally understand the feelings, but yeah, your boyfriend has every right to be mad because it's yeah, not Yeah, I'd be mad if I were your boyfriend too. Um, he hasn't done anything. Masturbating is not illegal no, or gross. It's, it's and there's healthy nothing wrong with it. And good for him. He's in his 60s. He's still jerking it. Good and it's for also him. like, I mean, there's a lot, you know, he, I'm sure you're not going to like, I'm just picturing the guy from up jerking off in the living room. Like if he, if he actually had like come on his hands, I'm sure he wiped it off. 
And you know, a lot of people do gross things without washing their hands. So you can't really live life. And you know, as someone with OCD saying, this is very difficult for me because I constantly don't want to touch people because I see people's behavior in public restrooms and it is appalling. Um, but yeah, you just gotta, this is, you gotta get out of that, the headspace. It's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like seeing like someone that you are in love with to take a dump though, accidentally. Oh, it does scar tragic. you. Yeah. So when I see it, but it's natural. When I see a turd in a public restroom, it ruins my day. <laughs> you, know, you know, when you like accidentally walk in, the person for some reason didn't flush, like no matter how little or big that turd is, if I, I even think about a, it, a, the tip of it, I mm-hmm. get upset. I think about it for every time I sit down on, uh, at a meal for the rest of it's the like day. A cocoa puff and a bowl of milk. I think it's about gross. that turd, and that is kind of like your father-in-law. You know, I know what you're it saying. It doesn't really affect it, and the turd is there, and it's naturally there because the person's <laughs> digesting the food. That I mean, they, they should have flushed. They should have flushed, but maybe they did, and it spit the turd. Back. <laughs> Sometimes that happens, and you got to do double checks. What do you? What do you? When you when you poop. Oh, man. You How know? do we not have a TV show already? I don't know. We should have a television show. <laughs> and the fact that we don't, it's like a it's like a lonely turd floating in a public restroom in Central Park, just waiting for somebody to flush it through the TV channels. Oh, boy. that made sense in my head. But when I said it out loud, it didn't. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, All right. Let's your father in law. Hold your fucking kid. Make sure there's no jizz on his hands. I am sure there isn't. He's probably lonely. And that sucks. And, you know just you masturbate too you know i i really try and and be cognizant of not holding men to that double standard i mean i know women get women feel the double standard negativity i think a lot more but also you still want to make sure you're not doing that to men that's not right and uh you know he's not he's 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 trying you know he's just living his life he's 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 jerking off in yeah. his living room. And he only has two Honestly, times. that's real fun. Jerking yeah. off in your living room. I haven't done that in a while. He only has two times. And honestly, like, you know, everyone knows grandfathers are less interesting. <laughs> so he's not going to really ask again. He'll meet the baby. I'll be like, yeah, it's a fucking baby. Eh, I know him now. Yeah. All right. I know. I'll be over it. So, yeah, you know, whatever. just rip that bandaid off. <laughs> Is that good advice? Give you son to the turd floating in the toilet. <laughs> Uh, who's a good person and means well, probably. Oh my God. If you want to email us a question, sorry about last night show at gmail.com. You can follow us all on social media. Our, our duo social media, sorry about last night on Instagram, SRY about last NYT on Twitter. I'm Christina Hutch on everything. And I'm Philanthropy Gal on everything. And it's very important. Follow, follow, follow if you want uh, like the tour dates, dates announced yeah. a lot and right when they happen. Yeah, because we promote on our uh, social media a lot. Mm-hmm. So that's where to get all the shit. That's where you know what's up. And you can look at cr- pictures of Corinne's butt and you can look at me on bathroom floors. So and really, Alfred. oh, and Alfred was here today, which is why you'll hear all the barking and he'll never be allowed back. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, all right. You don't mind, right? <laughs> okay. Our guest, our guests, uh, plural, very exciting, mm-hmm. um, are they're, they're comedic singers and songwriters. Uh, separately, they are known as their names, which are Katie Frame and Marie Cecile Anderson. They're in an amazing band that tours all over the country. You guys have to see them if they're in your town. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to Guys We Fucked, the, the Reformed Whores. Sick and tired of the same routine and craving something new. I thought that it might be time to switch up the menu. My heart's been chopped and shredded and tossed and diced and julienned by you. I'm gonna eat a six your decks tonight and do what I gotta do. Haven't given up on dating. 
saying where you got here we booked them on our oh uh, yeah we've known you for forever we've known yeah. you guys for forever yeah. I asked yeah. they've been a duo for eight years uh-huh and uh I wanted to I was curious for uh to ask you guys if you get tired of being labeled as the as pigeonholed the category of sex even though yours is <clears throat> music and comedy but it's still sex at the forefront because of the name, because everybody like, I feel oh, like yeah. when they see that in the name, they're like, the horn one. Oh, we talk about sex a lot. And they're, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so does that you know. ever get old for you or do people's reactions ever get too much for you? It definitely gets old a little bit. <laughs> There's some of it. We, and we try to like mix it up a little bit too. We, we found too, if like, if our whole set is just like, Dick, 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 dick. Dick. Yeah, then yeah, yeah. it gets like it just gets to be wearing a dead on horse. audition. Yeah, yeah, and for the audience <laughs> and stuff. So uh, we try to mix it up. We're trying to get some more things. Yeah, I mean, how many times has we come into a music venue and they're like, "The whores are here." That I never get sick. Of. No, that's fun. <laughs> yeah. I like. I'm like, it's trademarked. Uh, yeah, yeah, we've been in the paper a lot because of the name of our band. Right, right. it's um, a great name. Yeah, yeah. And how works. did you guys decide to just start specifically the reform tours? Like that's it's a very specific idea. <laughs> We just fell ass backwards into it. Really? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We we like well, we met at a party, and then a comedy totally party or just like no, a social no, party? Oh. actors party. party. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> and we yeah, like it was no, <laughs> it was reciting Shakespeare and shit. <laughs> there, we were seconds away from doing monologues. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was a, a subway performer. That had been hired that day. Oh my playing god! In the, Jesus in the Christ, that's so accurate. It was really <sighs> weird. In a um, tiny, tiny Brooklyn studio apartment. Wow. Yeah, I had met this girl oh. from Howard. Howard, what is it? Michael Stern? Howard. Oh, I was like Stern. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, he introduced us. No, uh, the Howard Michael Howard Studio, yeah, the acting yeah. studio. And so I met her that way, the birthday girl. And, and how did, did you know? Me I did like a children's play with her. Yeah, <laughs> she's a great actress. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we met at that party and we were like oh we should start a band just like from that and then i came over that week and then we started the band so you just you started talking and like you found out you're funny and musical or we didn't even know we were just (laughs) that was a crapshoot and you but you won you really good instinct we just really hit it off i mean we were i didn't know anybody else at this party Uh i only know the birthday girl she had told me that this girl katie was coming to the party and that i would really like her oh that was like a friend matchmaking yeah Yeah. so then um but i i was actually like Oh man, because Meryl said like, "Oh, she's another actress. Y'all can talk about acting." And I was like, "Oh God, another, yes. I don't need any more actor friends in New York City." Right. But we met actor friends are special. Yeah, they're, they're very specific. Yeah, very uh, yeah. dramatic. Yeah, yes. but man, Katie, like, I had an instant girl crush on her. Like, we we ended up talking all night at this party. We both were going through. I guess I wasn't going through a breakup, but we had gotten in a. 
my boyfriend at the time like had gotten in a big fight that day. Oh, so I remember like a physical going fight. No, <laughs> oh, oh, you, oh, you and your boyfriend. I thought you yes. meant like your boyfriend got in a huge fight. Oh, and you were like no. upset about. Oh no, no, he got was it. too much of a wimp to ever do anything. Like that. <laughs> no, but we had gotten in a, in okay. a, a non-physical fight. A that verbal day. fight. Yeah, yeah. And um, I came to the party wearing glasses too because I'd been crying and stuff. And so, uh, but Katie just like we just. I just opened up and we talked and talked and talked. And then by the end, we were like, we should start a band. Because, you know, sure, it's normal. Like, yeah. That's so normal funny. response. Never really that's, had a band. So why not? Yeah. That's really sweet and kind of like friendship romantic. Yes. Yeah. It was yeah. nice. Aww. And we just started writing songs about like our relationships and stuff. And it kind of naturally became about love and sex and stuff. So then when I found the name, my my roommate at the time had a Spotify playlist called reformed whores and I was like that is such a cool concept and I oh. identify <laughs> so <laughs> I brought great. it to Marie and was like let's do it yeah and was the original like, yeah. concept that the songs be funny or did that come later I think always funny always yeah. they okay. just were yeah I, I just wasn't capable of writing a earnest song <laughs> I mean that was part of my thing so I was like I tried and I could. it feels yeah. silly sometimes yeah yeah because it's like when you try to write a really serious poem you're like this could be good or this could be terrible <laughs> yeah that's yeah. why I love karaoke because when you sing those like really dramatic 90s love ballads and it's like oh god it's so it's so much drama but it's really funny yeah yeah, yeah. that's awesome yeah. so yeah and, and so look you, at us now yeah you guys are. you guys are crushing you're always on the road you're always have you ever had anything have you ever had anybody react to the name of your band in a weird way? And I say that because Corinne and I have had that experience. Yeah. Like, it's actually kind of fun to say like, oh, what's the name of your podcast? I love when people ask that because I'm like, it's guys we fuck. And they either, <laughs> their reaction span. So you just say it. Oh, You just yeah. go for it. Oh my, Because I feel hard. like a lot of times we're in the airport and these old ladies will be like, oh, look at you girls. Are you in a band? No, gosh. What's the name of your band? Yeah, yeah. Like we that tried both that, times. Yeah. But I can sense when someone, well, when we go to the airport and we have, I have podcast gear. Uh-huh. Oh, it's, is this for a podcast? I'm like, guys, we fucked. I just yeah, say yeah. it. I just lead, I lead with it. Oh, she says it. I don't say it because it just, it's going to open up a conversation that I don't want to have <laughs> yeah. with a stranger. Yeah. It's not that like, it's not that I'm uncomfortable. I just literally don't want them talking don't to me. Talk. And it's definitely, there's definitely going to be a follow-up question. Yeah. So we've, we've tried both ways. Yeah. Uh, it depends. It depends. I love when their face goes blank, though, of like, oh, the cute little girls, and you're gonna, you got a little ukulele. Yeah, my band's called Reformed Whores. What? <laughs> and then it's like, they're What of it, bitch? Yeah. Yeah, what is that? Is everyone under 40 who's a woman talked to like a child? I'm like, yeah, me too. And people still, I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, I guess you could think I'm like a little bit younger, but you know, I'm at least, I have to at least be 25, like bare minimum. Right. And like, why I don't, it's so frustrating. It is frustrating. It's frustrating. Being on the road, I mean, I feel like being women on the road it just blows people's minds that you know they're like we can do stuff yeah, yeah. oh my god and like we can carry all our own gear and like have a have yeah. you know pre-do you know do sound check yeah and we like, don't oh, have gosh. roadies we yeah. carry it ourselves yeah. yeah sound check is like an experience well for you guys road. it's yeah. way more involved because the the mansplaining that happens oh my god do tell Oh my God. That's I mean, so condescending. Dear sound so, guys, bless your heart. Just shut we the We know fuck what we're up. doing yeah. too. <laughs> bless We've your heart. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, I just can't. We've opened for fucking Les Claypool from Primus. Yeah. We toured with him for two years. Yeah. We played some of the best, most legendary venues in the country. Yeah. But yet we will go to a music venue and these men will try to tell us exactly how to plug in our instruments and how to really? play them. And what and we how are to, supposed to, you know, like what kind of mics and blah, yeah. blah, blah. It's, it's like, dude, annoying. we know. 
holy shit. It's that's really frustrating. So, that's really interesting because I look at you guys. I'm like, if I like, I I want I want to have you guys on Glamour Plus one day. Uh, yeah. But like the sound check shit, I'd be like, I don't know. You tell me. I don't work know. <laughs> like I. That's so interesting. So many times men have, and in the music industry, Stevens talked to me about that a lot. Just yeah. Dudes are just. Yeah. And it's funny though because like we when we were touring with Les Claypool, it would happen. At- Every single venue, practically, we really? come in and the sound guys would be jerks to us and like be trying to, you know, mansplain shit or whatever. And then um, we'd perform. And then at the after we performed, we were like their best friend. I mean, they just thought we were like the bee's knees. And it was so frustrating <sighs> to be like, you just didn't take us seriously yeah. at all. Yeah. Do you think it had anything saw... to do with you being an opener, not just a woman? Oh, or... I'm sure. I mean, yeah, because yeah, I was like, believe me, I love blaming men for things. It is one of my favorite <laughs> activities. But I, do, I just, I, I also wonder, because I mean, there's a certain disrespect, like being an opener in kind of, you know, in comedy and yeah. in music. You know, I always get upset when I go to a concert and people are talking during the opener because I'm like, I love seeing the opener because it yeah. always introduces me to new music. It's like, I know the guy who, or the woman who's playing that you know as the main artist mm-hmm. but like i've been introduced to so many amazing people right. through the opener i'm like mm-hmm. why are you assholes talking this is not like get beer and catch up time yeah. this is like get introduced to new music time sure. yeah i have noticed though though when we sometimes we perform there are a couple like college gigs or theater gigs there when the crew it's usually always dudes after the show they'll be like that was really funny as if they <laughs> yeah. they That's expected us to go on stage and just shit on the Oh, yeah, yeah. That's every time. But I mean, women say that to me just as often. Oh, really? Yeah. That like, I can't believe you're funny because you're a woman. I was like, I can't believe you're such a cunt. (laughs) I remember when we were in Detroit, we had a woman tweeting at us while we were there, while we were performing, how much we sucked. And I was like, bitch, come to the merch table. Show your face. Right. She was right. like, no, say I'm in to my face, bitch. Yeah. 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 If you're there, fucking say it to someone's come face. Come to the merch table. We're here. Yeah. You know, let's talk this out. Yeah. Sort of thing. Yeah. Oh. But it kind of, it just, it brought us actually quite a lot of joy. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> Everyone has their own opinion. And you know what? We're, we're not, Reformed Whores is not for everybody. It yeah. is not. Oh, another yeah. okay. way. I, we get, I get it. I totally get it. Some people, it's so interesting though, the way people just can't wrap their head around the language about sex. Well, especially women they talking just, about it. It's because men can talk about this I all know. the time. And again, not to make it about men and women. No, I, time, but I it agree, is a though. real thing. And like, again, traveling across the country, you see it even more exaggerated than in New York, of course. Like these men cannot believe that we're saying even the word like, just dick. Even just saying the word dick is <laughs> yeah. like so hard for them to wrap their minds around. Espe- yeah, yeah, especially because you guys have that. You have, and I love the juxtaposition of like the wholesomeness that mm-hmm. you have yeah. like in your heart. But then like wholesome can also be slutty and yeah. it's wonderful. And they like that side of it. No one sees mm-hmm. and especially men. Like I feel like women, at least even if you don't present like that or are like that, you know that you can be or women can be like that. Or you and have those thoughts. And there's feelings. intricacies yeah. to being a woman that aren't just one note. But uh, yeah, it's, people just use language as a way to like distract from like the bigger issue um, because like in Ricky Gervais's new special he actually talks like he was he's a big animal rights activist and he was kind of telling this story about how he was tweeting about the uh, the meat festival they do in China where they eat like 10,000 fucking dogs and like Ooh. torture them ahead of time like it's really terrible um, I want to say yingling but that's a beer it sounds, it sounds like that <laughs> no y-i-n-g l-i-n-g I, ha- did, I only saw it <laughs> I've heard of it before but I've only 
only heard it said out loud, not spelled. And so <laughs> he uh, and so he said something about like he used the word cunt in something like he called the people who were uh, abusing the dogs cunts. And the woman's <laughs> a woman responded and she was like, but do you need to use that language? And it's like it's just distracting from the fucking right. point. The same right. thing happened on like the Osborne's reality TV show. They're like, why do they have to talk to each other like that? It's just like language is not that serious. Like it can be, but it's not right. always. It can be healthy. And it all, it, like the word whore, everybody has. I know. I, we a, love that it's word. It's a great word. Whore and cunt. And, <laughs> right. Oh. But it means something different to every single person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And every single person has whored themselves out in either a relationship. Oh, yeah. Or a job or, yeah. you know, uh, sexually. And, and also it's kind of fun. Though. I mean, you know, to get somewhere, I, and I've certainly done it many times uh, throughout my life, but also it's kind of fun to be a whore. Oh yeah, yeah it's too. very empowering. Like, it's like really fun, and uh, <laughs> that's what no one understands. Like that notion. I feel like when guys, if like a guy would see you for the first time, and they just they and they're like, "Whoa!" And such in the state of shock of like these lovely young women are <laughs> cursing at me. It's like, oh, cool. Well, we like fucking. So my yeah, yeah. Like, it just it's 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 fascinating to me that I still encounter men who can't wrap their heads around it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, they're going to be getting left behind in the dust anyway. And I think they kind of know that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's just like a last ditch effort to hold on. How is it different? (laughs) Yeah. How is it different for you guys traveling all over the country? Because we travel all over and it's different. The audiences are different in the South, obviously, than they are in Brooklyn. But how do they. We're not invited to the South very often. Uh, Oh, really? Uh Yeah. No, we've done. We've done Texas. We've done Nashville. Yeah. Nashville. Texas is its own thing. We're going to North Carolina, but that took a long time for us to even be able to go there besides outside of like one uh the ted talk that we did um mm-hmm. but i mean deep south i feel like the deep south and like little towns we have not we haven't mm. done new orleans but again like these are ma- like these yeah, are major towns, cities yeah. where people in the major cities people are always kind of like more progressive mm-hmm. um but yeah i found though like we did a we did a shows at um, two of my favorite shows that we've done on the road were at uh, salt lake city and in dallas Mm. Oh, yeah. And those are the two places where I expected people to be a little tight. Mm-hmm. Uptight. No, not nah. Salt Lake. Not at uh-uh. all. Oh, man. They want to fucking party <laughs> and they want to they want to go there. Because there's yeah. a lot of reformed whores there. Exactly. I mean, yeah. Basically. Oh, yeah. And I feel like the reformed whore of a person, like in person form, is a very fun person. Yeah. Like, you know. So. Yeah. Someone who's lived a little. Yeah. yeah. Also, Indianapolis was surprising because I think like there's a lot of people who in Indiana, there's, you know, things were not going well. And then in Indianapolis, people were just itching for a show mm-hmm. yeah. like ours. Uh, and it was very cathartic because, you know, to say things like this in like New York City or Los Angeles, it's like, yeah, it's kind of more of a right. dime a dozen thing. Mm-hmm. Not that we don't have a unique perspective, <laughs> but, you know, like seeing a woman say dick, it's not like crazy time. Right. right. Mm-hmm. So No, we had a great show in Indianapolis too and I think that for us we definitely get that where when we're in the smaller towns it's like we're talking about stuff that everybody thinks about and we're yeah. just getting up there and saying it Ugh. so it's like you said it's very liberating for some people, people. to watch yeah. for sure Greenville South Carolina small little town in um, the south we just did there a couple weeks uh, a couple months ago and a guy slipped us a hundred dollar bill I'm just like thank you oh that my was god amazing oh and 
I know you girls are out there working very, very hard. And, and this is, you know, I'd like to contribute to your message. Oh, God. Thank you, Greenville. Yes. That's amazing. Isn't That's that amazing? I love an unexpected tip. Yeah. Yeah. It will never get old. Well, I think, oh, you know, what's God. interesting. There's like two, two, there's more than two <laughs> kinds of men, but the, the, that I've noticed on the road, ones that are very in shock that a woman could be talking about this with such casualness. Uh-huh. And the other ones that are like, thank God, because I love sex. And I was like, I'm pretty sure women like it too, but yeah. no one talks about it. Uh-huh. And they're excited that women are like, don't give a fuck about their own sexuality and we'll talk about it and embrace it and not care. Yes. Right. And that makes them very happy because like they want to fuck. Because that's what I always thought. I'm like, don't you want us to want to fuck? Yeah. Like, right. Don't don't it's shame not one-sided. us for that. Yeah. It's yeah. Not- our favorite thing is like after a show getting like the couples real horny and then they like go home and like get it on. <laughs> that's fine. Like, like you're welcome. That's guys. really sweet. Yeah, it's our gift to you. It's like a couples therapy and yeah. concert in one. So how did you guys individually, how did you learn about sex? Were your parents cool? Were they open did you have good experiences when you were younger i my my mom was pretty good about like if i had a question she'd answer it <laughs> but, <laughs> but only, I, if you, I, only if you asked. only if i asked really because we never had like the talk but i remember her answer is always i'd be like mom have you ever like what's a blowjob or whatever and she'd be like oh it's the oral sex mom have you ever given a blowjob and she'd say once and i didn't like it and that was how she answered <laughs> that's so fucking everything. funny because <laughs> she didn't want to like encourage me i guess right. to like she didn't want to like yes and they're great like she oh. it was so funny mom have you ever smoked marijuana yes once and i didn't like that's it that's what my mom said <laughs> once like it like it oh, yeah. that's better than no not at all yes like yeah. it was it was actually quite a good it's like a presidential move. answer yeah. <laughs> once and i didn't inhale right, right. <laughs> and then when was the first time you had sex i was in college okay that's uh, two- my first year in college nice. same to a dude <laughs> Whoa! Damn. Uh, he was he was English and he played the cello. Ooh. So, okay. Like a cello. Mm. I like a good cello player. Were you guys dating or was it just someone you met randomly? We, we like met at a concert. So I, he was my cello player for a concert, oh, and then uh, he asked me out and we went on some dates. And I was like super ready. I was just like ready. Uh-huh. And I remember like making out with him, and I thought I was being cool. And I said something like so am I or aren't I? And he was like, what? <laughs> I was like, a virgin. And he was like, you're, you're not. And I was like, no, I am. And he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> okay, no. So then he like ended up doing this like beautiful thing where he his he had like an adoptive family sort of. So he had this like adopted. He was, oh, so he was adopted? Sort of. He had sort like, of real adopted. Pa- like real parents that just didn't have any money. So this like rich family kind of came in and oh, like, wow. helped him. Sick deal. So his like rich fake grandfather <laughs> had an apartment in museum towers across from the MoMA. Oh Jesus. my God. And so he like organized it so that he had the apartment for the night and had me like come over and it was like the most beautiful view of the city. Aww. And we like did it up against the window or whatever. Oh and my he God. was so sweet about it. He sent me flowers the next day. Wow. Oh my, it was really God. nice. That's the best losing virginity story I've ever heard. Yeah, it was so amazing. Beautiful. It was amazing. And then we like saw each other a couple more times and then he graduated and then that was that. And he just kind of faded Aww. away naturally. Yeah. And he wasn't my boyfriend. He just was it's just a nice right guy. guy at the right time. That's yeah. very nice. That's it is. Wow. I have a good losing virginity story, but they are so fucking rare. I know. Mm. Yeah. It was like, oh God, that's great. I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. How about you? <laughs> oh, well, I was. How'd you learn about it? Uh, super Christian. So Jesus taught me. No, <laughs> Je- 
<laughs> I only have sex Jesus. with Jesus. Yeah, uh. I'm saving myself. I really was trying to save myself like, really? for marriage. I mean, I just grew up Presbyterian in Nashville and yeah. just was very Christian. And I, yeah. was, I sang in the choir and I went, I had choir rehearsal on Wednesdays and then I had um, church on Sundays and youth group Sunday night. And so like, and everybody, we were all in it together. And like, and it was great experience. Nobody, yeah, I loved it. Right. I, so I it makes really, sense that you'd be like, okay, yeah, we're all going to yeah, wait we're to all fuck until we're married. Wa- yeah. And then of course I like, and, and so we, I never really got that talk from my parents. Um, in high school, my mom did come home once and find me and my, I was, I was topless. Uh, I was making out <laughs> with, uh, it was during school. I was skipping school to make oh, out <laughs> with, wow. no shirt on, with no shirt on. Damn. And my mom, I heard my mom come home and she was like, hello. And like, we booked it. Did she and, see you? No, I think oh. that like maybe just the tail end of like the lower, like the, the lower, small of your back. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But uh, yeah, my boyfriend at the time like ran, he fell and smashed like <gasps> oh! all these like framed pictures off oh. the wall. Oh my God. Um, And then uh, it was really oh. rough because she goes, so we like came back out like dressed. She like, thought hey. you were at school. Yeah, she thought we were at school. Oh no. And then she was like, get out. Oh no. Get out. So we went to the Hard Rock Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> Both of you got it. Um, yeah, we we wow. left. Um, and then my mom, the closest thing I ever had to that talk was my mom called and said, do we need to go to um, get you on birth control? And I was like, and I started that crying. Was it. And I was like, that was the time. Yeah, that was, and I was like, no, I'm not, we're not having sex. I was doing like everything but the sex. Yeah. Because I was super Christian. I'm surprised <laughs> she even was put birth control on the table as an option if you're super she Christian. Just went, yeah. Well, no, well, I mean, we're Presbyterians a little different in that. They're not, or at least not, my, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We, it's, it's up to the woman's choice. Oh, great. Um, yeah. Well, that's fun. Yeah. Good. It's not Catholic, like, you know, or... humanitarian. And stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, oh, wow. Yeah. So she, oh my God, that's <laughs> such a nightmare. It was awful. But I, but that conversation, I remember just feeling so ashamed and, and, and just sad that my mom would uh, assume that we were having sex when I was just giving him blowjobs. Right. <laughs> yeah. Come on, mom. <laughs> come on, mom. Mom, I was just sucking his dick. Yeah. Relax. He's not going to yeah, impregnate relax. my mouth. It's okay. Yeah, it's fine. So, so when the idea was presented to you about waiting until marriage to have sex you were like oh yeah yeah just do everything but the thing because i feel like with women sex is Mm -hmm. more is a little scarier because the the option of getting pregnant but also just like a thing going inside of you sounds terrifying and also it's kind of painful very painful so and And different people have yeah yeah, different people it's just no good it's not a lot of good the first couple times a little Mm. terrifying yeah when i lost my virginity um I was a sophomore in college at Appalachian State University oh, wow. in Boone, North Carolina. Um, <laughs> I, this, I was at a party. <laughs> I was at a party with some friends. It was like a frat party or something. And I had been kind of talking to this guy. And so he came and picked, he kind of like saved us, me and my friends. It was so crowded, this party. And we were getting very claustrophobic. And um, so I called him and he came and, and saved us and and drove us each home. Aww. And then he, I went back to his place and um, I was I was really fucked up. So I was really <laughs> drunk. And so he gave me a bubble bath. Oh. And then... Um, you guys both Yeah, he played his guitar for me. While you were in the bath? Yeah, he brought that into the bathroom. <laughs> the, acoust- the acoustics were yeah. just amazing. And then Bouncing I was like, the water. let's yeah. do this. Let's, let's Yes, he do benefits this. of the South. Yeah. A lot of complaining about the South up yeah. here, but people don't Very treat polite. you like garbage yeah. there. And we were together for <laughs> Not three in face, and a half least. years. Yeah. Oh, and right. he taught me everything 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 About i know sex? yeah a lot of sex like stuff. what like what what trick did he teach you that you're like oh shit i wouldn't have known that unless you had told well, me i don't know some butt stuff i guess i don't know <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> so guys, useful do you guys do butt stuff 
I don't do butt stuff. I feel like I have butt stuff for like 19 year olds. Butt stuff. <laughs> I, my, I, my dad had to stick a thermometer in my butt when I was a kid. And now anytime someone touches my butt, I think of my dad. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so I can't do the butt stuff. The butt thermometer is gross. <laughs> it's terrible. It's not good. It's really. Horrible. Why do people do that rather than just that? He, I remember one. him being on the phone it's a with a doctor. Common, yeah. And it's like, I, he just couldn't get it more accurate with a baby too, or like a kid. It's really hard to like make sure they're keeping it under the tongue. Yeah. Now they do the ear though. Harrison Greenbaum has a joke oh, yeah. literally about the butt thermometer and like, why was that the, they just stuck it in that orifice and they were like, oh, we're done. No further testing. Yeah, that is a weird first thought. Let's go for the ass. Yeah. Let's go for the baby's ass. I'm sure it was a man who came up with it's that. It's yeah. strange. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. yeah. Ugh, I never mm-hmm. really thought about it like that. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But I felt very lucky. I had a great and I'm still friends with him. We actually on tour, we um, <laughs> went and visited his his double wide and hung out with his kid and wife and wow. just good friends. Double now. wide. Is that a tra- trailer? It's a it's a truck. Or a it's trailer? a trailer. Yeah, it's oh, a trailer, it's a trailer. Okay, but it's double. Like the, it's like it's right. fancy. It's a big one. Ooh, it's yeah. fancy. And did his wife know? Like, hey, I yes, my, my virginity. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, nice. that's yeah. Sweet. Cool. Never, never I love when along. you can get past all that shit I know. and be, be just friends. Because yeah. it's like you. I don't want him. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> right. He don't want me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So this is so done. This is great. I know. Oh, I always do have like so much more respect for women who are chill about that because like I've come across both types and like the one like sometimes I'm just like well. Never go invited to that person's birthday party again. Oh yeah, and it's like sad because yeah. just like, just because we fuck doesn't mean I want don't want to be friends and like not fuck that person. Right. It's right. it's possible. Yeah, <laughs> men and women can't. Every I hate when people are like men and women can't be friends. Even if there is like a little bit of sexual tension, you could still be friends. Oh, you just yeah. ignore it. You can't cage your significant other up. I right. mean. Yeah, you know. So, are you guys you you're in a relationship, Kate? No. Oh, you're not. Both of you are single. <laughs> We're both single. Ooh. This is rare in the history of reformed horse. Yes, usually, yeah. Usually, it's flip flopper. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so, we've uh, been single at the same time either. Single at the same time. Well, uh, I know because I mean, you met Stephen very because you were with soon Frank after I met you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's that. Yeah. yeah. Yep, Damn. single on the road. Ready to mingle. Do, do, do you get dick on the road? No. Never. They don't they want hate us. us. Yeah, they, they're intimidated Same. or something. Yeah. yeah, it's a common issue. Yeah. Their dick just shriveled up. <laughs> after they say Has anyone perform. even hit on, like, hit, talk yeah. to you at the show and, like, tried? They'll flirt a little, but then if you, I mean, if one, I can only imagine if you're like, let's go back to your place, they'd be like, oh, do, do, do. Also, I don't know how it would really work because we we just we share a hotel room. Yeah. Oh, okay. At, and so I can't imagine like I mean, yeah. Katie, Katie, like a sock on like, the go door yeah, take a bath or go to the lobby. We could yeah, make it work if we were desperate enough. <laughs> You'd have to go to their place and then just like put a pin in it uh, in uh, the GPS so the yeah, other one yeah. knows where you that are. That makes me a little for nervous. safety. But that makes me yeah. so road, we, I don't sleep with strangers much anymore. Yeah, no. All the yeah. power to the. I mean, I used. No, I did. I almost did once, and I was like, eh. yeah, well, I never really. Did especially it. on yeah, the road, it's, I, it's I terrifying. Can't imagine. Yeah, yeah, because like I don't. Yeah, because Stephen and I, my boyfriend and I have talked a couple times about like opening up the relationships just sexually. I'm like, but I would never try and get dick on the road because that's just. Yeah, that just doesn't appeal to it me at all. It's feel right. I have never once met anybody on the road that I'm like, I want to have sex with you. Never. Yeah, the once. only people who really try to have sex with us are women mm-hmm. and yeah. that's very nice and complimentary a lot of older yeah. women trying to older yeah. women for her and then like oh, really? young l- lesbians figuring out their sexuality for me mm. and that's a no on both things because no younger and then also right. no women yeah 
<laughs> I, I feel bad. It feels like love it, women. But it not feels, like that. It yeah. feels wrong to say it because I'm so pro women, but like we don't not fuck women in my mouth. <laughs> not for you. It's Is that? Not for yeah. You. Yeah. Okay. Like I guys feel heard, guilty about it, but it, it's not. Have you guys ever hooked <laughs> up with girls? I've made out with my fair share of girls. Yeah. But that's as far as it got. I almost. College. Like, no. <laughs> Yesterday. Like all the time. Yeah. Like just, girls are better at making out. They are. Oh, their and they're cleaner. So I know. Yeah. They're so happens? pretty and they smell good. I think also what happens like is that especially if you're like a little drunk, you <laughs> and you really fun. are enjoying like the conversation sure. with some girl and you're like, I like you so much. Yeah. Yeah. How do we express the next level yeah. of like just, yeah. let's make, make out. out. Yeah. <laughs> so that is that. what happens to me sometimes. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> but no, it's you're only ever gone that far. It's only yeah, ever been making I've out. Been, I've been interested in exploring that more potentially, yeah. but I, I'm very heterosexual. Like I, so I'm not afraid to maybe try it if it's the right person. Right. right. But I don't see myself like dating a woman. Right. But I wouldn't. But you know, YOLO, right? Yeah. <laughs> so well do whatever. YOLO, ride yeah. or die, baby. Yeah. yeah, I used to make out with my friends in college all the time because. I, it's same reason. I'm like, I just love you girls so much. I'm like yeah. friend in love with you. Mm-hmm. And you know, I don't want to have sex with you or date you, but I just want to make out with you. Yeah. This, I don't know like, what it is, but it's this unique level of like expressing affection. That's it's weird. It's in between. It's, it's in between the sexual and the, I love you so much. Yeah. As a friend. I would like to have a threesome though, before I like lock it up with someone. Cause yeah. I would like to get married. I was like, someday. are you trying to lock it up with somebody? Mm, nope. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody's on the horizon. Nobody really? <laughs> no one um, you're interested in. I mean, there's a couple people, but I, I, nothing that's Do like, they know? How I feel about them? Yeah. Mm. Or is it just, <laughs> it's, tell them, it's a little, it's a little glimmer. <laughs> like it's a little like, you know what? I'll tell you. They're lovely. <laughs> They're not it. So oh. I know. Oh, so you know, so there's not even know. a need yeah. to express so, it. And I like to always have a couple pots on the burner. Yeah. Agreed. Know? Agreed. Yes, so I like to best. have some lovers. Um, yeah. But I really, I think, um, so I've been single now for four years Mm -hmm. and I've dated a lot, but I haven't had a boyfriend, um, in four years Mm -hmm. and I've really done a lot of work of like, um, just loving myself. Yeah. And now I finally feel like I'm in a really, really great place. I love my life. I live my life for myself. I love what I do. Um, how'd you get there? Oh man, it was, I mean, it's a day by day sort of thing, but, um, just a lot of work on, you know, just what, were, uh, what would you say the obstacles were getting in the way of you loving yourself? Uh, I think for me, uh, men, like I, mm. I put too much energy into uh, dating and, and making them happy rather than myself. And then mm-hmm. and not knowing exactly what I wanted with my life or uh you know, where I wanted to live, what I wanted to do, how I want to Putting live my needs life first. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm so, I, I, I love being in a relationship and then I love loving that person and giving my all to them. But then a lot of the times uh, I wasn't getting anything. Yeah. It's not reciprocated at the same level. I do the same thing. And yeah. it's, it's very tiring because you're like, I don't know how to be in a relationship if I'm not a hundred percent in it. But mm-hmm. then like when you're not getting it back, you become resentful. Yeah. I also took a four year break though. And it was fucking great. Yeah. Oh my God. But so now good. whoever I want to like lock it up with, they have to make my life even better than yes, it is Yes, that's now. the key. I'm so glad you said that. Because I've been with, I mean, even the guys I've been dating these past four years, like they subtract from my life. Yes. They make me feel bad about myself. Oh, or just become a burden in a little bit of yes. way. Do you yeah. have an example of like how a guy would do that? To you? Not a specific name or anything, but just well, like. I think being in this band and being so outspoken about sex, um, I think 
think men that I've dated in the past have made me feel bad about it. I've had men tell me that it's uh, you're embarrassing yourself. You should really focus on acting. Like you're they said, act- you're embarrassing mm-hmm. yourself by being in, in the band. Oh yeah. my god! Um, and just how insecure do you get, yeah. bro? Jesus yeah. Christ! Just breaking me down. And I mean, I love these tortured artist type guys. Yeah, mm-hmm. I hear you. Um, I hear you. I, I fall in love with the talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm really trying to not date performers. It's hard That's because not really most working, people but. who are talented are are real real fucked up. Yeah, so it's difficult. And I want to talent fix them coming. Too. Yeah, yeah, because it's there. fun to yeah. fix something. I want to be the fucked up one in the relationship. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. You know what? That would be so nice for once, like to be the yeah. fucked up one in a relationship. I've never been the more fucked up one. I haven't either. I've had a boyfriend yeah. who was like, oh, like not fucked up one time, but he was like then the most boring person. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's true. So it's like, do I want to be bored? But like, Ugh. it's it's so hard. I don't know what's being wor- worse. Like, being with someone who's tortured or just being with someone who's together and being bored. <laughs> I know. They both seem bad. And I've done them both. Well, it's weird when you go on these. We were trying online dating, which it, it sucks. It definitely sucks. Which ones are we you doing? I don't mind it. I'm on oh, yeah, Hinge. Yeah, I it's funny. Hinge and Bumble I've been using a lot. I've heard I some stuff like, about those. What's the, hint, what's the gimmick with Hinge? Hinge I know Bumble. Connected so. to your Facebook. I have oh. to say. Oh, because it's a mutual friend thing. Yeah. The only thing That's that was weird, pretty cool. I went on one date with somebody that was friends with my ex an ex-boyfriend of mine. Oh. That was a little weird. We spent too much time talking about him on the date. Oh. But, um, so weird. Just shit talk John. That, yeah. <laughs> then, we said nice things, but so. But, uh, the, but we, it's, we, it kind of weeds out the crazies because... Oh. So you have people, someone to vouch for them? Kind totally. Of? Yeah. And, and even if it's like, uh, you know, two degrees of separation, sure. you kind of like, they're normal people. Yeah. yeah and you so already have something dates. in common. Yeah. Yeah. Or somehow. The, yeah. And yeah. it's not always like, that you're friends with someone. Sometimes it's your friends with friends who are friends right. with them, <laughs> like the which is nice. Of Kevin then, yeah. So then yeah. you don't necessarily have like you're, that, uh, uh, you know, so you're not dating people. What's well, like the worst date you've ever been on? Like anybody the, do anything really fucking like what the fuck? The worst one I went on recently was uh, this dude. Like we did it very last minute. We were just texting. Out. He, I was just like, what are you doing right now? I was like, oh, I'll meet you for a drink. And he was I think he was like clo- like closeted gay and like dealing with that. <gasps> I've done that. And <laughs> he was very like competitive about the band right off the bat because he was Whoa. like, "Well, I was in a band once too," and I was like, "Okay." <laughs> and so it was. Just I like, was really... also in a band. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. It got weird, and then so he ended it like pretty early. Like we had like a drink, and then he was like, "I gotta go," and it was like, "Okay." <laughs> yes, so then you do. It was funny, but he's like, "Then as he was he's mad leaving, that you weren't a man, Katie. Probably yeah. <laughs> he was mad that you had tits." Then as we were leaving, he was like, "So do you want my phone number?" <laughs> I was like, no, no, I don't want it. Oh, it was my just God. weird. So that was the worst one, and that's not so bad. That's I mean, not, yeah, that's not that bad. It was short. It was like whatever. Yeah. Oh, you looking at me like yeah. I had a bad What's one? What's yours, oh, Marie? God. We're I- like, end next. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like um. Well, so I went on a date years and years ago. I went on a date with my UCB teacher. Oh, you're gonna have to name edgy. a name after we turn this mic off. Yeah, <laughs> I, I want to hear it. Rhymes with <laughs> we have a, we, all, we all have a long I think everybody knows with UCB. Yeah, I'm sure people know who he is. <laughs> but it was it was the absolute worst date I've ever been. Definitely on. gonna need that name after. I had the biggest <laughs> crush on him. I, that's uh, UCB. Gosh, I mean, it's like every class I paid five hundred dollars for. I ended with the crush on the professor. Or whatever. <laughs> there is. 
something fucking they're, about those people when they're in the rooms, but then outside I, you're like, these people are all fucking losers. Dude, oh my God. <laughs> it was the, I mean, really? for weeks. You, you know, could like see a, it's any teacher in a sexual light. It, yeah, it's, if he's like, yes, and they're like no, better at it than you. And yeah. you're like, wait, that's He was hot. so talented. He still is very, he's doing very well for himself. Congratulations. Um, <laughs> That's going well for you. Yeah, it's so great. But oh, yeah. now that he's doing well, I have two yeses. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I have three. Um, but yeah, for eight weeks, I developed this like super crush. And then he sent me an email after our like graduation show, like how oh. talented you are oh. and all that sort of stuff. Oh, what I you bet. Want? Me? Uh, me? Oh my God. <laughs> um, so yeah, so then I asked him out. So we went out and I was so nervous. You asked him out? Yeah. Well, Good. after, I mean, he, I mean, well, he like, basically. He let you know that he would say yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we, um, we, met and um he i was late of course to the date but he so that's he how you ordered, show him that you have the power yeah i have the power i'm fucking late but then i fucking ruined it because i was so nervous and he had ordered me a martini so when i sat down i was shaking so when i picked it up oh my I god spilt basically oh. why were you so nervous you developed for a UCB teacher marie know, but you know well, what, that was before it was I've a while ago right work. yes i've done some it's work. been a while now i'd years? be like bitch how many how many years ago was that <laughs> I mean, that was maybe five years ago. Okay, so that's ago. long yeah. enough that I'm, I would be like, yeah, Ooh. yeah. But then the, I mean, so I spilt the martini all over the table. So then I showed my cards of like how nervous I was. Oh, and so he and immediately he got power, he had the power. Yeah. So then he was just a dick throughout the whole night. And then the last thing we went to um, some other bar, and there was like a like a classical guitarist in the corner playing um, like Nirvana or something. And I was like, this is so stupid. He was like. This is my favorite song, and I can't believe you said that. <laughs> what? This is checkmate. Yeah. See ya. This, this, this date is over. And I was like, <laughs> I mean, this I could not have seen this coming. <laughs> I, I could have probably. Uh, it, yeah. it, the, look, but looking back, yeah. you know what I mean? It sucks when you when you're kind of in awe of somebody, even <sighs> if it doesn't matter if it they deserve it or not. It doesn't matter because you yeah. all like that's you're in. You're yeah. like starry-eyed a little. It was and then, so, it was so I remember I liked him so much. This is so silly. This is uh, this is how long ago it was. I guess I still had MySpace, and he had like oh my found yeah, MySpace, and he um, he caught like at, on the date. He was like, "You seem like you're really into yourself." And I was Whoa, like, he was what? nagging and you. Then he, He's yeah, to make you feel that's like something shit. that and only then, someone uh, who improvises <laughs> but doesn't yet have a Sonic commercial would say. <laughs> uh, or a series of Sonic oh, commercials. That's so funny. Oh, yeah. I, I yeah. have so, obviously I have. Uh, this is coming from a personal place. <laughs> I have a very pent up uh, amount oh, of angry, uh, anger know. against everyone at UCB. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, thanks to UCB, that's how we kind of started the band in some sense because I was. Taking classes there and just feeling like I'm never going to break into this place. Yeah. Like this just isn't for me. And so I started, I bought a ukulele. Yeah. Cause, cause you don't like looking know. assholes. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I think it's exactly. great. Oh, interesting. <laughs> um, yeah. So then I bought a ukulele randomly. I think Zoe G Chanel well, like, kind of might've made a, I might've influenced uh, that. I'm right, sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Universe. <laughs> I'm that basic. <laughs> that, no, that's okay. Zoe Deschanel is goddamn adorable. She's adorable. And so are you. So get your goddamn oh, And also, it's like light because, I mean, at the end of the day, who I wants mean, to have you on a heavy instrument? Yeah. Uh, like that I mean, cello don't guy? You're the like cello. The accordion, you mean? Uh, I know. Oh, how thing. heavy is an accordion? It's 
that's real, real fucking heavy. See, I didn't realize accordions were that heavy. Oh, they're a nightmare. Wait, okay. so like you guys like carry your own gear? Like you can carry it like by yourselves? And oh shit? my god, that's like we do. Insane. Although, well, if feel- anybody wants to be a roadie, we're definitely <laughs> taking applications. <laughs> yeah. That is, we are tired. That's I'm a tired big test carrying. though on, on the road, um, because we have all this gear and we yeah. can fucking carry it ourselves. But yeah. I tell you, I cannot. Like so many times, we'll have men with us. I judge men very hard. On yeah, because we'll oh, go they to like offer, a rest. Yeah, yeah they, they don't, don't offer, and they there's a lot of men that do not offer and it, maybe it's, it's because, because they're like they would get offended if I offered to help nope. they, they go to this oh. extreme no nope. they just don't More give a shit often than not they're so up their own asses yeah. mm-hmm. they don't even think they, it's not like they they're just not didn't con- even no think consideration about it. Yeah, yeah yeah and it's and I you, I you know women too I mean if I'm carrying like two things it's nice when anybody yeah. is like hey do you need help sure. with one of those things it's yeah. like great yeah, but especially if I see a, a guy carrying guy. a bunch of shit, yeah. I'm like, oh, you yeah, need help. Of like, course, it's not right. anything. Like, especially if you have just like a little purse or you're yeah. carrying nothing. Right, just offer. Yeah. Yeah. Just fucking. Oh yeah, yeah. my friend and my friend in <laughs> since middle school. His name was Ben, and he he was this little Asian guy, and he played this big like oh, trombone, oh. and it was so heavy, <laughs> and like he just would struggle with it every day. And I, my one of my mom's favorite stories is she's like, just every day at the bus stop, you would just be like, whoosh, and then. <laughs> just like bring it on because like I just couldn't it doesn't matter if it's a man or I just couldn't watch him struggle with it I was like I know I have the amount of energy that I can lift this up no problem and you know like a lot of times when you're younger girls are actually bigger than guys because I was like I was like full size the way I am now then and I was just like all right we're getting on the bus (laughs) (laughs) he was my friend but I was like I can't walk this (gasps) and he appreciated it it's fine pick up something for a dude it's okay it's not emasculating I love it yeah it's fun (laughs) it's nice (laughs) Have you ever had anybody be creepy to you on the road? Oh, yes. Creepy? Like, like not- yeah, we've definitely. When we were in, um, I remember the first time I was like scared on the road was at Pappy and Harriet's. Oh, yeah. And we in all Joshua of a sudden. Tree. Yeah. And all of a sudden I was like, we need security. <laughs> like if people were like getting handsy and there's like, always oh. that fucking yeah. moment. Yeah. It was a, with a guy. Was it, was a, handsy? it was like a bunch of guys. I mean, it was what? just like these older dudes. Everyone was wasted. Were they like, crowded Joshua around Tree. you or something? Yeah, well, we were at the merch table. Right. So we're oh, okay. out there like trying to hawk our wares. Yeah. And um, you're trying that balance between learning how to like be like nice and polite because that's how you've been but raised. But then set the boundary. And saying like, hey, don't touch my ass. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was the one of the big ones. That Did they gro- they groped you? Like just sort of like touching your grazing. Like, they yeah, get, you of, know how they you get know. drunk. You know, we like all get drunk and, and, and lean and hold and whatever. Yeah. yeah I just gets, don't touch anybody's butts when I'm drunk. Just, yeah. yeah. And just try not to touch people. I think that's my new rule is like, just don't touch me unless like yeah. you're proposing for a picture or something that's fine but. yeah it course. happens a lot men do it and women do it too for I sure yeah. women definitely do it women grow you a lot and yeah. it's not like I don't I don't know it's just not okay to right. touch my butt no matter who you are right. yeah like unless the like, only person who could touch my butt without asking is my boyfriend like that's right. fine right. or yeah. like a friend that I've known like, like carte blanche right. like if a friend grabs my ass I don't care but or even my vagina for that yeah. matter right. that was a theater school thing <laughs> good you know? to know who well, cares I think, I think it's interesting because people feel like they know you and know us especially after seeing the live show and then we're selling merch and trying to be nice and getting them to sign on our mailing list and all that sort of stuff and right. so they just feel like they're part of this Your duo world. or yeah and we've been talking about sex stuff on stage so they for sure you know. so they feel that connection especially if they've lived their lives feeling trapped uh when they think for about sure. their own sexuality and they feel like yeah. there's been a ceiling that they place on it because of the world around them right so I that's liberating like, yeah. and 
Yeah, it's like a misconception that like people who talk uh, openly about sex always want to be sexual and with anyone. Right. And it's like like if you are a sexual person that you just still don't have like standards for yourself. Right. right, And that's completely inaccurate. Very, very untrue. Well, we did a show last year and this man made me feel very, very uncomfortable. He had booked us and we were excited to do the show. Um, and after the show, uh, we were like, they had the roller skating rink and we were all roller oh, skating. Yeah. Roller yeah. skating oh, yeah. rink. Yeah. That's really cool. um, and it was really fun. And then uh, things got weird. He started talking about how he likes to have threesomes and his wife is totally fine with it. And oh, then, oh my God. That con- if I had a nickel. Da, 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 da. For every fucking but, And time. I didn't, I didn't, I just froze. Like I, I just mm-hmm. was like, this is so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I don't know this person. He, we, you know, we're here. We don't know anybody else mm-hmm. except this person who booked us. And like paid us yeah so yeah. that's awkward too and, and then like he, and he me, feels like he's doing you a favor and then yeah, so there's this so weirdness like you feel, yeah. yeah and he's really and i and you know and he's he could a good still be person. he could still be a very sweet guy such and a do sweet that. person yeah but it made me feel so uncomfortable because i felt like he was trying to get me to go have a threesome with him and his wife for and sure like, i just i felt so and but i froze and then he sent me a message on facebook um like two days later of like, sorry if I made you feel uncomfortable. And then I was like, this is my time to like actually tell him you don't, don't do that. Like, yeah. Yeah. you're lucky that it was me. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't like, you know, report yeah. you, you know, call yeah. the cops or make you know, whatever. Um, but like, just be careful. You have to yeah. be so careful with what you say. Just because like, I know you're a, a good person, but it may be there to do a job. Yeah. This is my work. And this is, you know, and, and we were doing you a favor because it was his friend's birthday. Yeah. He's a great, he's a very nice person, but just, but I that's where the respect him. comes in. And yeah. that's why I think it's really cool that people, mainly women, are talking about sex in a way that the women have never talked about it publicly before or on right. a larger platform, which yeah. is exciting. So I feel like with with a lot of guys, there's this, it's from one extreme to another, going from assuming that women don't like it, I guess, and they just don't, and I have to like feel like I hate myself when I approach them. Mm-hmm. And then the extreme of that is like, oh, they really want to fuck, so I can just talk to them about it, right. even when right. I hire them for a gig. Right. right. And right. it's like, right. and and what you're saying with the, you might not have had those intentions to make me feel really uncomfortable, but that's what it fucking did. Right. So there's, it's just got to be a middle. Yeah. And there's a ground. certain guard that's down for me, at least when I'm talking to a married man, because I just really don't expect yeah. that to be coming. Right. Like anytime I'm having a conversation with a single man, I'm like, that this could come at any moment. Right. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was watching his wife like skate around the rink. And, and then, then, you, don't, and then you don't know. And yeah. you're not sure, especially when the woman's not present. And you don't know if this is a really something that is true about their marriage or something he's just saying. Yeah. He's going to kind of convince her later. And then it's just it, then it's just very confusing. And it puts a lot of responsibility on you that should not be there. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like when guys get horny like that, it's just they just lose the logic completely. Mm -hmm. Just they no no like no lot no social cues. All the social cues (laughs) go out the window. Just how how to politely act because. Because it, it would make sense if he was like, they really wanted, they really wanted, him and his wife wanted to have a three-way. Yeah. But I'm like, how do you not get that? You don't ask the person you fucking hire right. yeah. for a gig. Right. Yeah. Who's yeah. a stranger. Yeah. Initially, you know. But it's good that you said that to him because he, it seemed like maybe if he is a good guy that he took that to heart. Yeah. I think he'd really Took did. it with him. Yeah. yeah. I think so. And I don't think he'll do it again. Yeah. <laughs> good. So. Yeah. I'm so used to, if ever anybody talks to me about that, it makes me feel weird. I'm like, yeah, I don't. 
this is weird and I don't like it and I wish yeah. you didn't say that yeah. and now it's weird and now I'm gonna be weird with you um, yeah. so next time don't do that yeah no like so many people I know have I'm asked me for direct. threesomes and I'm like what about my energy and no one <laughs> says that I want to have a threesome I could not be more standoffish I barely make eye contact with people what about that says that I want not only one more person but two more people in my personal space I really can't be any clearer um have you anyway. ever had a threesome no I don't no. I don't like people <laughs> <laughs> I, it's so hard for me to even find one person and also like on top of that I'm a narcissist so like if I'm like what that a threesome is a nightmare uh, because every moment's not you're not gonna be paying attention to me why would I want to set myself up for that well, I'm getting angry just thinking about it have you had a three-way Katie <laughs> I have not but I'm open but not by my boss or whatever calling me Right. Like if anything, like I would like make out with like, like two girls or something because it's like, I'm not attracted to girls, but there is like that. I think that could be like a fun sleepover thing. Right. right. Like my friend and Deanna, my friend, De my old friend Deanna and I did something like that. Like we took like a guy home once, but like we didn't all have sex. We just like all like made out. That was okay. That's fun. Um, but yeah, then I found out he was cheating on his girlfriend and we had to kick him out of the apartment. <laughs> you gotta go. Yeah. What's Get the out. most sexually adventurous thing you would say either of you have ever done? Oh, Making love on a trail uh, in Cape May, New Jersey, when like beautiful place. It was like a tra <laughs> trail leading to the beach. It's, it's, it's probably not so adventurous as just like so amateur and stupid. <laughs> it's sweet, but I, I remember like, like Cape May, New Jersey. We're like hiking, and it's like the breeze. We see some swans or some bullshit. Like and it just like it just came up. Like, oh, I'm horny. Yeah, there's nothing like seeing semen in the sand, you know. <laughs> but like. We could hear people like hiking around, but I just was so turned on by like, we are going to get caught. Like this oh, is so exciting. Yeah. This is, we're going, and we we didn't. But the birds were definitely watching. And <laughs> Animals love so, watching humans fuck. Yeah. Also, semen in the sand. Yeah. I, it's that's a new a song. song. That, yeah, we should Semen in the sand. <laughs> is that a jellyfish? No, it's semen in the That's yeah. good, you guys. That's just good. Perfect. How about yeah. you? Um, I... Like blowing a guy in a bathroom, blowing a guy in a cab, cute, <laughs> like cute, jerking guys off at bars. Cute. Your mom's talk really, I really <laughs> she, settled. I in tried it once and I didn't like it. <laughs> no, um, that's I jerk you off here. I'll jerk you off there. I jerk you off, you know, anyway, by the yeah, river. That's another song. Yeah, you're fun. You're a fun gal. <laughs> yeah, but um, uh, yeah, let's, let's go do still. Let's try to get caught. And I'm like, whatever. Yeah, when you're with when you're with somebody who like will you can egg each other on. Like, let's do this weird thing. Like, let's fuck in the elevator at Macy's, yeah, yeah. and they're like, okay, and you're like, oh, oh shit, we're gonna do. Yeah, I, no. No. I yeah. love that stuff. I need my husband to be able to do that. Stuff yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah I gotta keep person. it interesting. Um, and you guys, you mentioned that uh, sometimes you can't play certain places because of the name of your band. Well, I know. <laughs> oh, yeah, really? I was telling Corinne uh, about our story about good old Disney. Disney, <laughs> Disney won't have. Wait, us. Disney won't have the reformed horse. <laughs> I know we're Disney surprise, princesses. Surprise. Hello. Yeah. No, we were touring with Les Claypool at the time and uh, the tour went down to Florida. And so we were supposed to play Orlando House of Blues and we were so excited oh, about that. Oh, that's a Disney that. venue? Well, <laughs> they owned the they owned the land 
that the House of Blues was built on. Oh, okay. Jesus. So they then had some sort of claim over who That's could be there. That's some white guy shit. It was like a <laughs> Yeah, because the week before, like Slippery When Wet just played or something. What? Yeah. It was like and an all-male yeah. band. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's all also male. Like the lyrics yeah. in that everyone yeah. who has played there, I'm sure are more oh, yeah. terrible than things that you guys have Absolutely. said. But and then they, they were like, will you change your name for... can't be direct for... about it. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> change we, your name. Well, just for the night. And we were like, no. Sure, fine. We'll yeah, be the we, reformed doors. How about that? Ah, and so for a minute, that was like, okay. Yeah, reformed, reformed doors is actually really Good funny. They're thinking it's like a doors yeah. cover band. Wait, yeah. and then and then they would they would ask they you to like, change okay. your lyrics. Well, they were okay for a minute, and then they watched some of our videos, and they were like, no. We saw like the birth control video or something, and we can't have that's it the one that did it for. I feel like, yeah, I know, right? But isn't House of Blues twenty one and up anyway? Yes, yes. And so it's like it was yeah. Disney, though. but they're good Christian Disney. Yeah, yeah, it's so. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you know, oh, Disney God. does have a, a magic that they've fabricated, but yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then a lot of like, um, you know, our past were not represented anymore. But uh, man- managers and agents in the past have told us like we're never going to be able to get you on TV with your band name. What? But then like our president is saying even worse. Things yeah, than whores. Yeah, and that they say that on you can you know. just bleep it out. Like the, we, I know, you know we can, everything we that we do has fuck in the title, but we just we we work yeah, but around you have to bleep it. Out whore? I don't think you have to bleep out whore. People want to bleep out whore, but people can. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Facebook will not let us do ads. Yeah, that's one hundred percent true. And we were oh, also told that we couldn't either. say slut on TV. So oh yeah, we yeah, were, t- we were told to whenever we do that. a sponsor. Post, oh, I saw that. Whenever yeah. we do a sponsor <laughs> post on Facebook, I have to. I don't. I say GWF. I don't even say the name of the podcast, or otherwise mm. it won't it won't accept it. Right. But I'm like, but you accept all the Russian posts, eh? Oh, Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. Suck my nuts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's that same thing about language and everyone being so scared of language and then when there's real terror going on in right. the world. I it's just, so right. stupid. And, and also right. there is something about w- women saying it and I hate, I wish that wasn't true, but I feel like yeah, that's it's very true. Part of it still. Also, <sighs> if you uh, are not careful about like editing or like if you're trying to censor our name, it sometimes looks like we're called the reformed whites, which is oh, not, yeah. <laughs> oh my not God. the look going oh, That's no. so funny that you said that because I've t- I've typed oh, out reformed tours point. in my phone and it has changed it to reformed whites. Oh and my I was God. Like, what the fuck is what going on? Mean? <laughs> it's not good. I don't know what that means, but I don't want to know. It feels bad. Yeah, it just yeah. feels <laughs> wrong. It feels, it feels like someone kicking you out of Disneyland. Way worse. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, you guys are amazing. Where can we oh. where can we see you perform? Where do we where do we go? Well, to- does this come out on Friday? Yes. This this week? Oh no, uh, next, next Friday. Friday. Sorry. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, well we're we're well, then we will have returned from tour. Yes. <laughs> we're going oh, on yeah. tour this week. But that's okay. fine. But you can go to reformedhors.com and and check out all of our tour dates and follow us on Twitter at reformed Horse, Instagram, Instagram. And where can we buy your music online? Yeah. It's all on there. Mm, all okay. on can we iTunes. use it for this episode? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, cool, yeah. Cool, cool. Spotify, yeah. we're on Spotify. Um, and you oh, guys and are we... so fucking talented. Aww, You're both you. really beautiful singers, incredible music songwriters. I mean, really, thank you. Yeah, all the all the elements that t- uh, that go into making a really great band. Aww. You guys have it. Well, Seriously, you. you guys are fucking amazing. Well, I'm, we've watched you guys grow through these years since we did. We've known you now know. for like eight, seven, really seven or eight years. Well, I know we're all doing well. I feel like we like really came whores. up together because yeah. like anyone who was on like those early sorry about last night kind of put together sh- uh, shows where Christine and I were just like making pic- <laughs> pictures of so... jungle juice and like riding so friends fun. to come and slim fast on the stage but I just <laughs> I feel like we need to thank you for like all of womankind oh, oh yes, you guys for sure. do for, oh right for back everybody. at you guys yeah, you guys really too amazing. very nice Aww. the more girls spreading the message of the whore the better yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> oh God. Perfect. <laughs> that was a perfect, was perfect. ending. Uh, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Guys We Fucked the Anti-Slut Shaming Podcast. We'll talk to you next Friday. When we were young, we learned two things. Girls had beans and boys ding-a-lings. Guess Freud is right about penis in me. I wish you could take yours off and lend it to me. Cause if I had a willy for just a day, I'd be standing up and spray all over the place. Put it in a soft can, jerk off. Slap it hard across your face. Don't get me wrong, I'm proud to be a woman Just sometimes I wonder what it's like to have a dog Does it hurt to ride a bike? Does it hurt to wear a thong? Can you play it like a flute while singing along? If I had a willy for just a day I'd whip it out while riding on the subway Measure its length, then compare it to his If we cross swords, I'd shoot him with my jizz Whoa, Katie, are you shooting your jizz all over our guitar player right there? Why, yes I am, it's full of protein shopping it's all about finding the right fit for you and there's only one lingerie brand that offers bra sizes in double a through g and that's third love find your perfect fitting bra today go to thirdlove.com slash gwf and get 15 percent off your first purchase that's thirdlove.com slash gwf again thirdlove.com slash gwf this episode is sponsored by better help It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at betterhelp.com. That's betterhelp.com.